following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you're listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we got a very interesting show talking about the Atlanta Falcons free agency from the start of it on March 13th through the 14th. Yes, I know it is a little bit of short time period right there, but I will explain why just after the break right here. So that any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action. All right, guys. So the reason why I'm just making this free agency episode for the Morning Man Sports podcast so short is because this week at my everyday job, I am going to be very busy. I'm working all week, six days this week right here with just Sunday off. And really, I'm going to be having to focus more, more on my time and my everyday job because I'll be so dang up and tired at the end of the day that I just really will not feel like making a podcast. So I want to get an episode out for you guys this week right here. So I am releasing this early. Actually, by the time you're hearing this, Wednesday morning. Yes, that's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday morning, you were hearing this as of right now. Basically, the start of the new league year. So excited for it. But let's go ahead and dive into the free agencies market for the Atlanta Falcons with the free agents that we have signed. So we kicked off the day with Jono Smith headed to Atlanta from the Patriots. The Patriots will receive a seventh round pick in this year's 2023 NFL draft. Honestly, this is a great pickup, but it is yet another former Tennessee Titan that is going to reunite with head coach Arthur Smith. Yes, guys, let's just go ahead and just admit it. It is another tight end. It really is. But the more tight ends, the better, I believe. And again, Arthur Smith is a tight ends coach, so he's going to be able to have packages available for tight ends that is going to give you more yards or more touchdowns. You know, please don't look at Kyle Pitts right now, but yeah, he did have a great season this past year before getting injured with the amount of touchdowns. So again, Jonathan Smith is headed to Atlanta from New England. And then right after that, we had Chris Lindstrom being re-signed with the Atlanta Falcons at a $105 million contract for the next five years. Guys, this is pretty exciting right here because Chris Lindstrom, he is definitely a great just overall offensive lineman. He protects his quarterback very well. He establishes the run game very well to open up the pockets. This was honestly a great signing right here, which makes Chris Lindstrom the highest paid offensive lineman in the entire NFL. So congratulations to Chris Lindstrom. Then right after that, we have signed Keith Smith. And guys, let me tell you, this is honestly (laughs) pretty dang great right here. Then shortly after signing Keith Smith, we signed David Onion. I'm going to get this name wrong, but Anointmenta from the New Orleans Saints. Now, guys, me personally, this this helps Grady Jarrett out on that defensive line. And so David will be receiving a three-year, $35 million contract with $24.5 million guaranteed. And let me tell you, I believe Ryan Nielsen had a lot of input on this because, again, Ryan Nielsen, he's coming from the Saints, being that defensive coordinator. And now you bring him to Atlanta, he already knows a guy that he's going to bring in to help Grady Jarrett out and just get this defensive line beefed up 
and ready to get at the quarterback. Then we have signed punter Bradley Pinion to a, believe it was a three-year deal. Yes, a three-year deal right here. I believe it was eight, eight and a half million dollars. I could be wrong in that, you know, money category, but it is a three-year deal. And then finally, the biggest sign-in from day one, March 13th, was Jesse Bates, the safety coming out of Cincinnati. And everybody went nuts over this signing right here. I mean, Jesse Bates was definitely a top four safety in the entire National Football League, and the Falcons landed him. Everybody in the comment section, and of course, I know some people over-exaggerate right here, but these were some definitely great signings, and the entire community was very pleased with how day one went. Now, day two, which is... March 14th right here, the day of this recording, which was yesterday, time you're hearing this, we signed Tyler Heineke, or Taylor Heineke, to a deal, a three-year deal. And guys, I'm like, wow, okay, this really is impressive to sign a veteran quarterback who is still very young, can compete for that starter job with Desmond Ritter, even though I've been an advocate for Desmond Ritter to really be the starter over any quarterback that does come in. But now it seems like since Taylor Heineke has had success in Washington, he's going to come in and compete for that starting job over Desmond Ritter. And in a way, some Falcons fans do see it as, okay, Taylor Heineke is definitely going to be the starter because he does have that more experience. And you are right in that experience, but also at the same time, why in the world would we sign Desmond Ritter on his rookie contract or even picked him up last year? That's my thing. So if it were me handling this quarterback situation, yes, we got Taylor Heineke and we got Desmond Ritter. I believe Desmond Ritter needs to start, at least for the first four games. If he shows improvement from even just the last four games of last season and has done even better, keep him in. But if not, you switch it up immediately. Don't wait till you're really out of playoff contention to bring in, you know, the backup quarterback and see what happens. That's just not an option right there, but I'm still rooting for Desmond Ritter to really win the starting position at training camp for the Atlanta Falcons this year going for the season. But overall, I believe the Falcons, based off of what I'm seeing in free agency here, I believe the Falcons are going defensive heavy in this year's draft. It has had success, even from last year's draft. You know, signing defensive players that are very young, fast, mobile, whatever. It's going to bring results to the football field on the defensive side. More interceptions, more tackles at the quarterback, more open field tackles of wide receivers or running backs. I believe the Falcons are going to go a defensive-heavy draft this year, and that number one pick, well, number eighth, but first-round pick definitely needs to be an edge rusher, which I will be revealing next week on the Morning Man Sports podcast. Back at the normal time at Friday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, guys, what do you think of the Falcons' free agency market so far? Do you think this was honestly a great move for all these signings? Or do you think maybe we could have done better with like Lamar Jackson or whatever? And and I do want to address that quick quick scenario real quick. 
signing Lamar Jackson, I wouldn't be ab- above it if the contract was a little bit lower. The Falcons are the second richest team this year with, I believe, sitting at $44.4 million in cap space. And Lamar Jackson is going to eat that right up. Like, seriously, will eat it right up with his contract. Because he's wanting Patrick Mahomes money. Not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but at the same time, you know, the Falcons just got out of cap space hell. And is finally now able to sign big-time free agents like a Jesse Bates III and just whoever is going to be a main attraction for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. Again, I'm not sitting here saying or doubting that Lamar Jackson deserves the $105 million or $500 million, whatever the contract was for Patrick Mahomes for over a 10-year period. What I am saying, though, is the Falcons can't afford Lamar Jackson. It's not that we don't want him in Atlanta. It's just we can't afford him. So we have to rely on other great sources at a very cheaper price to at least still be able to compete for a playoff position later in December, January, February. So I just want to clear that air right there. But guys, that is all the time I have for today. But before I do go, like I said on the previous week's tweet, I did have a very special announcement for you guys. And that is I'm doing an official giveaway for this podcast right here. I am going to be giving away a $25 PlayStation or Xbox or a Nintendo eShop gift card to one of my followers here on the podcast. So the rules are very simple. All you got to do is make sure you're listening every week like you should. Five star of the podcast. Uh, definitely a screenshot would be preferred on my Twitter. All my Twitter information is linked down below. But again, a five star on Spotify. And also your one favorite thing about the podcast. And that's it. So again, I know you guys are following, but if you can give me that five star rating on Spotify with at least one comment of what you love about the podcast, and I will be selecting a winner on, let's see here, I'm releasing today on March 15th, I will be be releasing the winner on the week before the new podcast drop, so March 23rd, I will announce the winner for the podcast giveaway. So again, guys, make sure you're a five-star in the podcast on Spotify. Screenshot it, so that way you're showing proof and one comment of why you love the podcast. But but guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode. I sure did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Again, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. But until then, I, Camorgan, catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. <laughs>